Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. Um, Joining me tonight is um, Michael. Say hello, Michael. (laughs) Hello, Michael. I know that's not what you meant, but I'm here. (laughs) Um, No, it's not. And say hello to Kyle. Hello, Kyle. Good evening, everyone. How are you? Okay. How are you? How was everybody's week? Start with Kyle. How was your week and your weekend? Um, well, the weekend is still happening, so everything is good. Um, the work week was fine. Um, this weekend, um, just kind of spent with some friends. I'm 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 over at a friend's house this weekend. Um, just kind of hanging out with them over in Roosevelt Island, and then tomorrow we'll have a brunch. So it's been quite nice. And I I don't know if you saw my Facebook post yesterday, but I was so excited because I saw Will Chase, who plays Luke Wheeler on National, on my screen. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it suddenly got hot in here. It's oh. been it was like it's been like crazy celeb sightings in the past week and a half. Linda Lavin, Elizabeth Ashton, it's been crazy, but it's been really nice. I had a oh. great weekend, and I'm looking forward to relaxing for two more days. Well, a day and a half. So, what about you guys? Please tell me when you met Linda. You said kiss my grit. No, I did not meet her. The weird no. thing was, <laughs> it's a quick story. It's like after we had thought we, my friend Adrian and I went to see a show, and then. Um, um, in the audience was Elizabeth Ashley, and I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's a Broadway actress and Elizabeth movie actress. Ashley. Yeah. Wait, was she on? Um, um, she was on Evening Park Shade, show? right? Yeah, she was on Evening oh, Shade. Yeah. She did. Okay, okay. She did. Okay. Um, she mm-hmm. did. Cat on a Hot Tin Roof on Broadway. Got a very smoky voice. So yep. she yep. was in the audience, yep. and we kind of. So I called my friend and I said, "You'll never guess who was in the audience for the show. It was Elizabeth Ashley." So we started laughing. And then I'm at the crosswalk, and I look over, and, and then as I'm talking to him, I said, and right to my left is Linda Lavin. It was crazy. the nuttiest experience. And, and, oh, and she, looked, she looked amazing. She's this little short woman. She's very chic looking with the, like, headband, pushing the hair back, hand in hand with the husband and their two gay friends. It was, it was like oh. a moment. And then she walked, she walked by me like, for, like, for several blocks. It was amazing. Oh. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, you know what, David? I, David, I even thought about just leaning over and saying something about, "I think you're wonderful, Miss Lavin," or something. But I just, <laughs> oh, you should yeah. have. You know, she would have I loved know. It. She was with her gay well, besties. No, and then the, the thing was, is like no one was bothering her. So if I would just, you know, the thing is, it's like as long as you're not pestering people and interrupting. If you're just yes. like leaning over, saying, "I just want to say hello," yes. and you know, "I think you're great," yes. and then move on with your life, they're fine with it. Like yes. I should have done that with Wilch. I should have done that with Luke Wheeler today. Oh, no, 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 honey. I would have jumped in bones like you wouldn't believe. I would have got pregnant right there. Because the funny part is, this is what I've been doing today. All day today, I've been catching up on Nashville. So when you said, well, Chase, oh. I, was, I just finished watching the last season finale <laughs> two seconds ago before I even wow. joined. So I'm like, it's on my brain. Oh, I love that man. Oof. Yeah. I think an well, he looks rocks. Holy he, shit. He looked- he looked really good in person. Let me tell you that. He looked really good. And he looked in the eye. I, I got to look in the eye, too. That's another important uh, thing. Uh, so. Oh, God. I need a drink of water. 
I'm like really <laughs> hot right now. Uh, oh no, you need, no, you need some vino after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, these lady pills are kicking in. Um. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my goodness. What were we talking about? Oh yes, Michael. <laughs> Our, Michael's weekend. <laughs> like, um, and that, sorry, I got distracted. You said the WC word. Oh, and and that's okay, our show for um, today. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. Anywho, oh, let oh. me recover. Um, Michael, how yes. was your weekend? Um, it, it's been good. Um, this past week uh, at work, we were all the kids are moving out and going home, and we had 1,600 people to, to kick out and send them back home. And so it's been busy, but mm-hmm. we've dined down finally. And last Sunday, I think it was, um, I I've not, I did not see Linda Lavin myself, but all of a sudden, like her, her name popped into my head, and I kind of thought, oh, I used to love that show, Alice. I should learn more about this. Yeah. And I was Googling, or not Googling, I was looking up on YouTube, like, different variations of theme song, and then I thought, I wonder if she probably gave interviews, too. And so I tried to, like, and I read all kinds of stuff that I don't know whether it's true or not, but she was just on my mind this past week. So, I don't know, that was fun. That's um, weird. It all, were, it all comes together, doesn't it? You were thinking about it? Linda? Yeah. You were thinking about Linda? Oh, yeah. I just saw Will. He saw them both in one night. I know. So you strange. Should, you could look at my YouTube <laughs> history. It's Linda Lavin interviews and Alice theme song. so weird. It's good. Okay, I, 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 think, we go. I think from now on, anytime you guys have, like, celebrity thoughts or dreams, just text me, yeah. and maybe they will appear. <laughs> yeah, well, then you get well, to Vic, meet them, or you see them, start so it seeing, for you, too. Well, bitch, if you see Jonathan Scott, I will cut you, because that's my man. Only I can look at him. Only I can even look at him. Oh, he's so hot. Um, wow, that's amazing. I, I missed your countdown, because I know... Last time I saw your countdown for students, you were at 413, and I'm like, oh, my God, that was my my area code. Oh, yeah, you commented on it, yeah. Fuck it, yeah. So oh, is that you what the countdown, the countdown is? I never so got I what it was. It was the oh. number of students in housing that needed to leave and go yeah. home oh, I, so I could start I my no summer. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't I, want to make yeah, it look like... Yeah, he was like, at 413 at one point. Well, you yeah, know what, Michael, I think that would be sad saying goodbye to college boys. I like saying hello, college boy. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> well, you know, you can't say hello until you say goodbye. So you have oh, to, oh. we can't miss them. They won't go away. Oh, Good point. my God. Yeah, but they're so dumb. Uh, I'm not, based on some of the decisions they make, that would be correct. But they're, most, they're mostly all good. It's just it's time. We all need a break from each other. So yeah. go home. Yeah. You can't, you can't go home, but you've got to get the hell up out of here. Ah, exactly. um, <laughs> so, it, so what else have you done this weekend besides think about a college man? Um, well, <laughs> You've been thinking about the college man. I think he's just thinking about getting the fuck out. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm well, just trying to welcome a few. That's all. Yes. Oh my god. Um, well, on uh, what was uh, on today's yesterday yesterday? So my stepbrother um, took a job um, about two hours away, and he's been kind of commuting back and forth working out there during the week mm. and then coming back home on the weekends until their oldest graduates high school in a couple of weeks. And so they recently bought a home out in Ohio, and so uh, they had us out yesterday to kind of see everything. We had a cookout and family time, and that was good. Um, and then this morning we had uh, a couple of friends and I, we had to miss a baby shower for a coworker of ours, so we took her out to brunch this morning, gave her some baby gifts, and had a good time. So, um, so a couple nice. of things. And other than that, I've just been lying, at, lying around at home in the air conditioning, enjoying it. Nice. Oh, good. What about you, David? Uh, this what week Boston, was a busy week What is Boston for me? doing for you? 
Uh, Boston is, well, I still can't get over World Chase. Um, Boston has been busy. I've been working, like, nine hours a day, and then on Saturday I worked another eight hours. We just got slammed um, in the billing department. It's, like, crazy. And then I have this new obsession, which I'm kind of embarrassed about now, now that I'm telling the story. Sorry, that was actually me. That horn was me. Fuck, I feel. Is that harmonica? Are you in a band? I I almost took this call on the roof of this building that I'm on. It's like, oh, it's gonna be too it's gonna be too noisy up there with like the wind blowing and the helicopters. So now I'm inside. Well, now, let me tell you. Now the urban activity is coming from B O S T O N. Okay. Yes, it, it always has been, but usually I have my window closed. But it's so hot, I have to open it. And if you hear. A, 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 like a car alarm. That's this guy down the street with a red Toyota. I don't have his license plate yet. And it goes off every half an hour. So that's it. Anyways, um, so my new obsession is, of course, you know, you guys know I like to go to the movies. But mm-hmm. at um, this showcase cinemas on my way home from work in Randolph Bath, there's Lux Level. Do you guys know? Have you heard of that before? This is. No. So what Lux Level is, is you pay a little extra, and you get you walked up to um, exceeding above the normal seating. So the movie theater is, like, the seats are where they are. And then there's a, a row of, like, I don't know, three rows with leather chairs and stuff above those people. And you, you press a button and you can get concierge to come bring you um, dinner. And it's like a menu oh. that's like, I don't know, Applebee's menu, you know? Hmm. It's really good. So I've done that oh. the past few weeks. And I, <laughs> last week I did it with Mad Max, and this week I did it with um, Tomorrowland, which was a meh movie. It wasn't that great. I don't even care to review it. Oh. But when, okay. I, when I walked up to it, the guy was the same guy. He goes, wait a minute. Didn't I see you here last week? Wait, you saw Mad Max, didn't you? I'm like, oh, my God. This is not good. He recognizes me. It's been a full <laughs> week, and he recognizes me. That's so weird. But um, That could be a good thing, though, David. Yes, yes, it could. Well, he wasn't you could cute. get extra he attention. He wasn't cute. No, he wasn't you still get cute. Extra so here's the weird part. So I sat down, right? And um, this other guy, he his he happened to have a seat next to me. There was four people. I would never imagine this happened. Me, by myself, this other guy next to me, and then a couple directly behind us. This whole space is empty, and we got seats all bundled next to each other. So <laughs> this guy starts talking to me like we're friends. And I'm like, uh, 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 okay, you know, Boston people, they're very friendly. And then I found out that my recliner is broken and I can't eat while I'm leaning back. You know? So I say, oh, can I move to the next seat over? He looks like he was about to cry that I was moving. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, I still got it. A bitch still got it. Um, but, yeah, I've also been dealing with um, one of my friends passing away. He passed away last Saturday. Um, so that was kind of tough and awkward to deal with in the middle of everything else that's going on. But I know he wouldn't want me to, like, get down in the dumps and, and just totally stop everything I'm doing. He would want me to, you know, mourn him and move on. So 
I've kind of been holed up afterwards, just kind of holed up in my room and thinking about things and then getting up in the morning and moving on. So sometimes that's what you got to do. So Yeah. yeah. <sighs> anyway, so I guess we should get started with our topics today. Um, oh, wait, David, I can I interrupt just for a quick second? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I missed last week um, because I went to the Royals thing, but I wanted to let you know <laughs> that I did my best oh, to plug the spill tea because it's like I was sitting Hello. there, I was staying there, and, um, you know, I knew no one, you know, so I'm staying there waiting to, you know, meet Her Royal Highness Elizabeth Hurley. And then this woman oh, all of a sudden starts starts talking to me, and she's like, hi, who are you here with? It's like, well, a friend of mine works at E, and so I got invited to this event, so I'm just kind of hanging out. She's like, well, well, I don't watch the show. I got invited by a friend, too. What's it about? So I told her, and then we start chatting. Well, come to find out, her friend just happens to be a reporter at entertainmentweekly.com. So we start chatting. I met her, so we start chatting about, like, you know, oh, I still get the subscription, blah, blah, blah. I sat next to them during the live premiere, and all of a sudden, the live tweets start happening. And I start to tweet during the show, but funny stuff. Because, like, people are, like, tweeting, like, here's a picture of me and the prince. Oh, my God, can you believe Cyrus did that? You know, like, lame stuff. Where I'm tweeting, like, oh, my God, Ophelia's dad, he's a total dilf. I think Ophelia needs a new mommy, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah. they, didn't sh- they didn't show up on screen, so I'm texting my friend who happened to st- – his job for the night was sitting next to Elizabeth Hurley watching her tweet and, make- and managing her social media. It was crazy. Um, oh, my gosh. But I, I said – why are my tweets showing? He's like, well, did you not register your Twitter address? It's like, no, no one asked me to register my Twitter address. So I was uh, like a little bummed. So I would show the, the woman sitting next to me and the EW reporter, like, my tweets and stuff. So now she follows me on Twitter, and I told her that. It's like, I like to, uh, you know, a broadcast on Sundays. It's called The Spill Tea. It's just like we do it for fun. We talk about, like, pop culture and stuff. So I did my best to do a little plug. I didn't, get to say I didn't get to say it to Ms. Hurley, but, you know, I did get a picture mm-hmm. with her if you saw it on Facebook, so. Anyway, I just wanted to fill that in because I know that was like a – that's what got me there was the fact that we do this. Mm-hmm. Well, and the fact that I just wanted to work uh-huh. the E, but it's hand in hand. But anyway, I just wanted to throw you that out there that I kind of – I gave a little shout-out to us. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, just like I want – even if one person listens, we're doing this for fun. None of us are getting paid for this. We're, we're all just having a good time chatting and being outrageous and funny and – well, the thing yeah, is, David, so like, thank you even, for if that, awesome. even if the one person that you tell is a reporter at entertainmentweekly.com, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you know? So, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't even think about that. That's a good good, good point. Thank you. Um, so, so, sorry to well, if you're listening. No, no. Fine. Um, if you're listening, we're about to um, go in on the Duggars. Um, Michael and I were talking. Um, Kyle, did you hear about this? I am aware of the situation. That is correct. Okay. For those of you that are not aware of the situation, um, so everybody knows the Duggars, 19 kids and counting. Um, 12 years ago, Josh Duggar admitted to his parents, I don't know why or how he did this, but he admitted to Jim Bob and Michelle that he molested five kids. Now, I want this to be clear. People have said there are five kids. They didn't say five girls. They said five kids, okay? Um, Of those five, a few of them, maybe one or two maybe, have been his sisters. So this boy, what he did... Wait, hold on. 
at 14 David? and 15. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was just, just going to try and clarify because I think I just read something. Yes, this did. you are correct. This did happen 12 years ago, but he confessed to his parents a year ago recently oh. that this happened. No. Yeah, he didn't. He oh, didn't, they he didn't made say it sound it. like they. Oh. No. I thought it was found, right after it happened. That makes it worse. No. They found it out a year ago and didn't say anything for a year. <gasps> oh. That so. makes it a little bit. I mean, it makes. I don't know. I don't know how it makes it. But anyway, thank you for the clarification. No, I just wanted to point out. Yeah. Because. Like, no, you're. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Because what happened after that was. Um, what he did when he molested these kids was while they were sleeping, he would touch them. And he admitted to his wife of this incident, and she said, oh, well, have you sought help? Whatever he said. Okay, I forgive you, I'll marry you. Um, And Jim Bob decided to turn him in to the police. So what happened was, the detectives at the time decided to not investigate. And so the victims are out there, whoever they may be, but guess what? If he admitted it a year ago, you know what that means? The statute of limitation has run out. So he can never serve any time for this. Correct. Number one. Number two, it means that at the same time that they found out that their son was a child molester of their own daughter, Michelle, this hookah went on to say in a statement that transgender men, or sorry, transgender women, so men being, men transitioning to women, only do it so that they can molest girls, little girls. So these two things happen around the same time. That's the scary part, number one. Um, there's just so much that Mike Huggabee come out. He comes out and says, well, if you smoke pot, you should go to jail. But Josh Duggar, he should be forgiven. Are you freaking kidding me? Uh, sit your ass down, you old bitty. Um, nobody cares about what you say. Just sit down. And what even gets weirder is that, and I think the worst part of it is, is his sister's. They had to live with this. They didn't tell anybody. I guess one of the stories is one of the girls, and I don't know which one it is, um, could be Jessa, could be Jill, could be any one of those girls. She actually told her husband, and her husband, actually it's only two because only the two are married, right? Um, Told her husband, and the husband brought it to somebody's attention. I just think it's just horrible. Um, Mm. You all know my feelings about it. Kyle, what are your thoughts on this disgusting tragedy? David, honestly, the thing that disgusts me the most, it's like, yes, I know mm-hmm. this is a situation that happened, but that people, and mm-hmm. it's like, first of all, I'll address the Mike Huckabee thing. It's like, first of all, as a politician, why do you want to align yourself with this? Because that's like, you're just, that's political suicide. Um, and saying mm-hmm. that well, everybody makes mistakes. Yes, everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. That is true. But the situation is no one is talking about how the victims have felt. Like, mm-hmm. these are his sisters and family friends. Mm-hmm. This guy must, and we're yep. supposed to feel sorry for Josh Duggar because right. he's at 27 and admits it later on, I made a mistake. No, you know what? This, 
we don't know that this could have effed up these young girls' lives. Granted, they probably woke mm-hmm. up it's like, oh, there's my brother diddling me. You know, oh well, he's just my yeah. brother. My parents should. Have, my parents. You know, and a friend of mine and I made a. He made a joke, and you're going to find this totally uncouth, but I'm just going to say it anyway. And he said, because they're so religious and Christian, he's like, well, if you stop having kids and you'd make it so, you know, why'd you have all these temptations for him? You know, it's like it was just kind of a silly joke because they were, you know, right. so privatized and stuff. But it's like, not that's an excuse, not really a joke. The thing that's is, the truth. It's like the thing is, like, why are the parents not, I mean, I get this is your son, but you have other children that were the victims. Why mm-hmm. are they not more mm-hmm. important than what this mother is going through? You know, that doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. And you know what's even crazier? When you saw that, you saw that uh, Mama June was going to sue TLC if it didn't. I mean, granted, this is a a frivolous lawsuit, but she's like, wait a minute. You canceled my show because I was dating a child molester. Here's a child Mm -hmm. molester that was on your show, and you're keeping the show on the air? Well, they Mm -hmm. have yes, they Mm -hmm. pulled the. I know they've already announced that they were holding off on episodes, but I think they pulled the plug on the show, too. It's like TLC. No, it's like you can't do both. You can't say Mama mm-hmm. June did this and blah, 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 and then all of a sudden the Duggars are forgiven because they're Christian. No, no, no. Right. And then they were the going to just have him removed from the show. They were just going to remove him. But let's just be clear. Fondling your sister is not a mistake. That's against the law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not a mistake. Yeah. And, and secondly, it's even worse. Like, I thought the story was bad because – they knew 12 years ago. My impression was they knew 12 years ago and they got yeah. help and he sought the Lord. But it makes it even worse that he kept a secret to himself and between his sisters for 11 years. And then last year, he told his parents, you're telling me he, how, how did he overcome it? I was telling Michael off air, just like a wife beater, you don't change. Your temptations for child molestation are always going to be there. Now, I don't know personally because I think that's disgusting, but I can't imagine that one day you wake up and you're like, you know what, I'm cured. I have no desire to touch a little girl ever again. That's bullshit. You need therapy for that. So I think it's this, this story just got even crazier. Michael, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I was going to say I felt the same as you, where I thought that this was kind of the family knew about this like 12 years ago or even just a few years ago mm-hmm. and had time to deal with everything. And if that had been the case, even more than what happened, how how can you – how are you on TV? Like how would you just mm-hmm. let's put our family on TV knowing that this has happened? Because it, it always comes out. It always comes out. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that it's, that it's recent, I mean, that changes things too. And – I, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Um, one of the things I, I did read a comment on on one article that, and I, I preface this by saying, by no means am I excusing Josh Duggar or defending him. So I just want to say that. But it kind of likened the story to almost flowers in the attic in a way. You know, all these kids in the mm-hmm. house are homeschooled. They don't watch TV. There's no, they don't talk about sexuality. Everything is repressed. I don't want to say like what did they think would happen. That's not what I mean. But it's just right. another. It just, you know what I mean? There's a whole, it's, it's unfortunate all around. Um, but I don't know. But Michael, I saw that's that and exactly I, what, that's the exact same joke that Kyle's friend was saying. Like, yeah. that's why yeah. I said it's not a joke. It's reality. That's no. exactly yeah. what he was just mentioning. And you're yeah. absolutely, I think you're, they're both, you both are right because you can't, you have to give kids creative outlet. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's disgusting that they. I just, they even I just did some research, happen. you guys, and I, I misspoke. Mm-hmm. 
they they did uh, find out years ago. They did hear you guys were correct uh, to begin with. I'm sorry, but the fact is, uh, the thing that I think I read was that they heard about when they heard about it, they kept it quiet for a year. So I'm uh, very sorry okay. that I kind of ruined. I kind of okay. messed it up. I bet you. But anything it's like it's now with, coming out, which is like what you said. Yeah. Past the statute of limitations, but as early as 2002 and 2006, when it was actually happening, they were aware uh, when they were on air and all that other uh, stuff. So. So they knew they going thought, into the show. They, they could, they so thought then they it, could it goes back away. to our original statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It goes back to our yeah. original statement, Michael. Going so on my air, apologies, knowing my the huge family the history. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I think that they yes. only were made aware of it officially because one of the Duggar girls who got married last year or was going to get married probably told their, their boyfriend or something. Oh, yeah. That's what I think. Um but yeah, it still makes it even goes back to our original statement. It makes it awful that you have this family secret and you go on air. They're they're liars. Their right. whole entire thing was gay. They didn't want gays kissing on their website because they felt it was wrong. Yet they had a child molester and they knew it. Yeah, fuckers. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry, I'm just ugh, heated. Um, did you see that um, Montel okay. Williams? Uh, did you see his Twitter rant oh, that he, he, he went off about? Oh, ripped him a new one. Yeah, oh. I was. I like oh. that. Uh, Kyle, did you see that? No, I didn't. What happened? Uh, I, I Michael, just, do you I, have uh, the exact quote? I don't have him pulled up now. Um, but he uh, kind of went off about like just kind of how can you say all these anti-GLBT things and this happens and how can you say that gay people are going to want to molest children when, when you are doing this yourself and just kind of like calling out the hypocrisy and and, right, right. and all the people that, that, yeah, all of that. But he he went off like, I don't know, like 10 tweets or so and he was replying to people too and it was just, it was really good. It, it came out of the blue to me too. I didn't expect that. Yeah, I didn't expect it either. He um he called him a slime bag. Sorry, Josh. Jessica is a bigot slime bag. Whole family is and Fam F R C. What is that? Family something council is a scam. Yep, gay people are the danger to kids. Question mark. Nope. It's probably Josh. it's probably family rights or something. Family rights council. Right. Right. right I think yeah. it's research. I think uh, it's research. Okay. Thank you. Jesus. I don't know. I just think this. I don't know. If <laughs> I think it's families well, are ridiculous. It. <laughs> well, I just it feels oh, right. So that's what it is. Yeah. I just love the fact that um, that people from the celebrity community are are commenting on it because so t- so many times they just want to be quiet, they want to be neutral, they don't want to make waves, and I like that he did that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So why don't we move on? <laughs> but the the funny part is. After I found out that story, that is exactly why I wanted to name this show the <laughs> hypocrisy of every of, of it all. Yeah. I just I find them all hypocrites, um, and for some more hypocrites. Um, so I don't know if either of you know, but I recently had to give somebody a tongue lashing. Um, Ooh, we all know that I. And Michael's no? not going to like this at all. He's going to be mad at me. Okay. I recently okay. had to um, uh, tell people. Well, you know, you guys know that I don't like Ron. Ron, I can never pronounce his last name because really I don't care. Um, Ron C. Whatever his name is from General Hospital. Charlevati. Yeah. 
Uh, sure. Um, so, I guess what happened was these two went after Michael Logan from TV Guide, and they went after him because he revealed that Ian Buchanan was leaving. Quote, he gave away a spoiler six weeks in advance. He shouldn't do that. And so I took it upon myself to go off on Nate. Um, Rod blocked me like a couple, like a year ago, so he just didn't see my tweet. But um, they went after him when he went after John Stamos of the Twitter war. Um, so, yeah, he, um, Nate, who is something to do with ABC, I don't even know his official title because he's not that important to me anyway. He says, he tweets me, because I tweeted them that they were unprofessional and Michael Logan is just doing his job, and he says, no. I think that um, Michael Logan is unprofessional, and he revealed this. He shouldn't have done that, blah, blah, blah. So my response back was rather lengthy. I had to tweet longer because I had to read in, like, the New York Times. Um, So what I said in jest was, how are you going to release the statement that Jeannie Francis is coming back, that Luke is leaving, and that all these other people are leaving, but Ian Buchanan leaving, oh, my God, Michael Logan, how dare you? And I also said Michael Logan has been in soap opera reporting since before you guys were born. Uh, Give him respect and don't talk down to him because he will be here when you are gone. And I just totally read them. So my point of that all was, when we're on Twitter, sometimes people will have Twitter balls, is what I call it. They will say inflammatory things, and they'll start arguing with people. Everybody on Twitter, apparently, in the YNR world, fandom, hates Hunter King, the hater. Guaranteed they'll be the first people in line to, to meet her at the YNR fan club luncheon. So... My question to both of you is, what do you think about Twitter balls, is what I call it? Michael? So what, what, what do you mean by it again? Like, you just, just going back and forth, or, well, or, be, or being two-faced, kind of? Is that what you mean? I guess it is sort of two-faced, because you're, you're one way on... You know what I feel like? I feel like it's the people who maybe pick blast for dodgeball in high school, uh-huh. or okay. shoved in a locker... Suddenly, okay. instead of being empowered and being strong and saying I'm above that, they attack uh-huh. certain. They attack people, you know. Um, okay. But in person, they're totally different. They're very yeah. nice. They're very warm. And I just wanted to know what both of you thought about the whole Twitter ball thing. Okay. So if I'm, if I'm perceiving it correctly, I guess what I would say is. If you know, if if you have manners and you know enough how to act in public and what's acceptable and what's not, I feel the same rules should apply online. You, I mean, you can't be, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you can be because people do it. But, I mean, there's freedom and there's an, anonymity and you feel anonymous. And, and so you can do whatever you want. And then, you, just like you said, then in public you're the first in line to meet. Or even if you don't agree with them or are mad, you're still going to be polite because you know, that's how you act in public. And so I just mm-hmm. think that people need to mirror their actions more and be a little more... Um, Consistent with who they are, um, and exactly. there's and, you know there's and there's just you know like there are times where I remember um I um what is it 
like I was watching Days in Our Lives and uh, and John and Marlena. You know, like I I don't like the character of John at all. I don't get why people love him. I don't get why he's just leaving mm-hmm. or whatever. And, but I'm not going to tweet him. I'm not going to tag him and say this. He's doing his job. You know, he's been on for years. He has a fan base. So I, like, will comment on the character. You know, if I might have mean things to say, but I don't tag the people. I don't understand that part. I'll tag them if I'm praising them or I think he did a good job because I think it's important to pass that along and perpetuate that. But I don't know. Some people, they just seem to make it their life's work to just sit in their corner on their computer and just be mad at the world because the world owes them something they feel. So that's what I would say. Hmm. That is... A very fair assessment. Wow. I didn't even think of that. Um, also, what I what I feel is, like, oh, so bad. I feel bad for the people sometimes on the receiving end. Like, Hunter King, like, there are people that hate her to death, but they hate her because of her character. And yes. it's like, yes. how can you get those two people confused? Like, I don't understand. They're very different people. One is mm-hmm. fiction and one isn't. So I don't understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Kyle, what are your thoughts on? Well, no, my biggest thought is that I think, uh, kind of like what uh, Michael and you were saying, it's like when you're online and like you're not in person, it's this kind of like safety facade where you can be this strong mm-hmm. person online that you would never actually be in person because, A, either that you're afraid to be that person, or that you know standards mm-hmm. of etiquette pro- prohibit you from being a total asshole all the time. Some people are, but whatever. Right. But I think they use, some people use it as a tool because they're too—they're not strong enough to do it as in person. It, it, that's a hard thing, and you've got the—I mm. the, don't know—you've got the facade of Twitter where it's like you can be anything. You're at so and so. You're not—you know—you're not David Michael O'Quinn. You're not Kyle Richard. You're someone oh. else. And right. no one cares. Right. So you can be that person. And I just remember, and it's like, whenever I kind of do that kind of stuff, and I'll tag people every now and then, but it's never like to be a total asshole, but it's kind of like like just talking about their character. But I remember some of the things Michelle Stafford mm. used to do. Like she would get pissed off when people would like go off on Sharon Chase on Twitter, and she's like, hey, guys. Um, this is my friend. We may be enemies on the show, but this is my friend. You can hate mm-hmm. Sharon mm-hmm. Newman, but don't yes. hate Sharon Newman. Mm-hmm. You know, it's two different right. people. It's the same thing with Hunter right. Haley King. Granted, I never really liked her, and I think a lot of it, ha- and, and I know deep down it's because of the whole Michael Muni thing, but it's like I'm never going to go mm-hmm. on there and um, issue all this vitriol towards her because I don't know her. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know her. If I want to say Summer Newman can, like, take a flying leap off a bridge, it's Summer Newman. It's not the actual person. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can right. separate reality from who this character is. So, and I think right. that's the thing. It's like, I think people feel stronger and more empowered to, to be that, I'm not, I don't want to say evil, but they can be that strong, combative person online because it's so right. it's safe. It's safety. It's a safety net. You know, but it's like, don't be surprised if you get, like, some reactions back coming at you saying, like, you're a bad person right. when you're doing this stuff. Because if, you if you're willing to dish it out, you've got to be able to take it, you know? Right. It's like, and, you, you, cannot, you, know, you this, cannot be this person and not expect someone to come back at you and say something. I'll, I'll give you an example. I said something about the Emmys when they did something about um, Corey Monteith. And I posted mm-hmm. something, and I said, I can't believe that they gave all this to Corey Monteith on the Emmy Awards, died of a drug overdose, 
just on Glee, and then you kind of overshadowed all these people that have been more famous than him. Well, I got right. this mm-hmm. ma- mad message from this little tween that was pissed off about me talking about Corey, and I said, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like, ah, all I said was, I don't mm-hmm. understand how he gets more airtime than someone that's been in the industry a lot longer and didn't die of a drug right. I'm just saying that. It's like, granted, he had problems. I, don't, I respect the fact that, you know, the man was talented and he, he, this was a problem, but I don't get right. why this show is giving him more airtime for that as opposed to mm-hmm. someone who's right. been around for 60 years. Right. And who's you know, been nominated for Emmys. Right. Right. So that was my thing. It's like, I went back at her, and I didn't go bitchy, but mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't start off right. bitchy. I, I just said, I don't understand how he gets more of this and this person does. I forgot who the other actress was. That's right. bad. But I mean, yeah. but it's like, I could, you know what? If I said something wrong, my thing is like, come at me, and I will either say, you know what? I'm sorry, my bad. I, I, was, I misspoke. Or I will say, no, this right. is my intent. But mm-hmm. it's like, I'm, right. not, I'm, not, I'm not that person that's going to spit all this out. Someone's going to come back at me, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I'm not going to freak out about it because it's like I'm willing to take it. Yeah. You know? Right. And, and same with me. I have a rule. I never, ever say anything on social media that I couldn't say to somebody's face. I personally think, and I said it just recently, I personally think John Stamos is super messy on social media. I think he just tells too much about his his uh, personal feuds and stuff. I think he's messy. And I would tell him that to his face. I'd probably be like, I'd probably say it a little nicer, like, girl, you messy on Twitter, you know. I probably would, but I still feel the same way. He is messy. And uh, I, I draw the line when, when people start name-calling me. I don't mind getting into a discussion with you back and forth, but if you start name-calling, we're done. I'm mm-hmm. out. I don't deal with that. That's when I feel like it crosses the line into uh, juvenile, non-social no, it's, media it's kind it, of it's stuff. What it is? Mm-hmm. It's it is. Because it it's is. like... It's it like is. because that has nothing to do with this argument. It's like if you're arguing, right. with, arguing with me about one issue and all of a sudden my race, my sexual orientation, my gender, right. anything, my religion comes into play, if it's not about yeah. any of those subjects, then why are you calling it out? We're just two people. Exactly. You know? If we're having a race so. discussion, if we're having a gender discussion, if we're having a sexuality or a religious discussion, then call me out. It's like, well, you, you know, you dumb Catholic, you don't think this way or whatever. You know, that's when it's appropriate. Right. When it's a regular conversation about a freaking soap opera, uh, who I am and what I do, that has nothing to do with this conversation. That's just a low blow. Mm-hmm. Just a low blow. Preach, sister. Um, again, but that's another example of a hypocrite. And there are more examples. Exactly. Take, for instance, the NFL, who is a giant hypocrite. Um, they let well, once Mike Vick was discovered that he was dogfighting, he went to jail, he came out of jail, and he got another job. He got another job in the NFL. Ray Wright, he was discovered, it was discovered that they saw a video of him beating the crap out of his, knocking his girlfriend at the fiance at the time out, dragged her out of the elevator, they suspended him, and, you know, he's at the point now, he's a free agent, anybody can pick him up. Meanwhile... You have Michael Sam. Guess what Michael Sam did? He came out as gay. Nobody will hire this boy. Nobody will hire him. But guess what? Canada said, we don't give a fuck if you're gay. Come play for us. So he signed a two-year deal with them. Hypocrite. Oh, and I forgot. I forgot another one. This is my favorite part of the NFL. 
Tom Brady knew about inflated balls, everybody's standing up to get Tom Brady back and not suspended, yet poor Michael Sam can't get a job. I'm in shock over how hypocritical these people are. And you don't think it was his appearance on Dancing with the Stars that kind of did it? Just kidding. <laughs> no, because no, Kurt Warner was there. And if they saw Dancing with the Stars, they should have freaking hired him because did you see his butt? Do you know how many gays would have watched, started watching football? Jeez Louise. That man's got a butt for days. Um, Kyle, what are your thoughts on the NFL? And you know what? That's, Sorry. That's, honestly, David, if any of my friends are listening to this, that is the one question that they never thought would ever be asked of me. What <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, honestly, David, it's like, really? You're asking me this question? <laughs> you, oh. know, you know about boys and you know about balls, so go, go for it. <laughs> All I can say is, like, I'm just, I, you know, all I can say is, like, good for Michael Sam. Maybe, you know, I mean, it could, I don't I don't know as much. It could be the gay thing. Maybe he's just not as good a player as people think. But, you know what, a man's got a job now, and good for him. I'm just really proud of the fact that he's comfortable with who he is yeah. and what he does and came out. That's, mm-hmm. that's the more impressive thing. Yes, it is kind of sad, and you're right. When you kind of list all the other um, mm-hmm. infractions that players have done, beaten their wives, fought with dogs, deflate a gate. I mean, it is kind of asinine, but but it's like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, the NFL is all about are we going to make money? And all of these mm-hmm. straight white guys who maybe beat their wife will play a good game and do it. Will a gay man turn someone off on football? Doubtful, but mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? It's just kind of it, the whole thing is asinine to me, honestly. I mean, yes. I, I mean, it's out of all the sports. I mean, football is the one game that I, I enjoy watching. But the thing is, it's like I'm all. I mean, if you're cute, I'll watch you. I mean, come on, I'm that shallow. I mean, I don't give a shit if you could throw a ball. Just be good looking at the halftime. <laughs> and I still won't forget the time that I was walking down Newberry a couple weeks ago. I looked out because there was a crowd in, in like the street, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Julian Edelman was standing there, and he was talking to people in front of Puma. I almost died. He is so hot in person. Like, hotter. He's hot in picture. He's hotter in person. And that question, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. What were we talking about? Um, yeah. Football. We're talking Michael, about football. What do you about football. Michael, now, all, I can think, all I can think about is the movie Wildcats with Goldie Hawn, which is going, football, football. I've never seen that movie. 1984, mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson, oh, Goldie no Hawn, Swoozie Kurtz, 1984, Wildcats. She coaches a high school football team. Watch it. Oh. Hmm. I do love Swoozie. Um, it's Goldie Michael, Hawn. What are your oh, forget it. I'm moving on. Oh. Um, I, I, I agree. I, I, I don't watch sports. I don't understand them. And, and football is probably, I understand it the least. I mean, because the, the, there's so much bulk that they put on, you can't even see the bodies through the uniform. So I have no reason to pay attention. But I think that there are just like, <laughs> I mean, you could watch like soccer, that's fine, or swimming, that's fine. You, you Girl, get a little more, listen. but I, I just don't get football. Yeah, even listen, they only put they only put gear on the top half. You can see the butt. They have, you can sometimes see their jock straps. And so that means that 
their bare butts are hanging out. Like, hello? <laughs> have you not well, seen a uniform? David, if they have a face to protect the butt, I don't want any part of it, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What's happening here? I don't even need to. Um, I'm turning this show Let's back be to gay. Little... <laughs> Let... Oh, because it, it's not gay enough, right? You're talking about balls right now. You're being a hypocrite. You're being a hypocrite. <laughs> oh, my God. Go ahead. Sorry. Finish I'll just thought. I'll just say I'm 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 glad he's got I'm glad he's signed and I'm glad he's got a job. And, yeah. And I, I it's unfortunate what happened. I think there is a double standard. I think people, you know, mm-hmm. and it always comes back to the the talent. You know, like if you do this awful awful thing, oh, but you're talented and you're a great athlete. You know, we can forgive you for that because you're hey. so good. You know, and then you, even if you are good and you happen to be gay, they could say, oh, well, we went with someone who was a stronger player. You know, like oh, uh, right. I, I don't know. They right. use it both ways. Um, well, I, someone and, but, is gonna. Have, Someone has to, you know, have the first out player. Someone has to, I mean, as soon as it starts, right, people exactly. will start doing it. No one wants to be the leader. Be the leader, get this issue taken care of, and let everyone play sports and watch them on TV or in person if they want. But So exactly. I'm glad that and someone did. And I hope did. he excels. And when yeah, he's walking down he the street and someone NFL questions him. Like, what do you mean? Well, I said if he's walking down the street and someone's looking at him and it's like, hmm, what's he all about? And you and you, and you answer the gay old question, gay or Canadian? He can honestly say, gay. Oh, dear <laughs> oh. <laughs> God! You, never, you don't play that but, game, gay or Canadian? <laughs> uh, no, I play. Well, back in the '90s, it was gay, metrosexual, European. But now nobody's metrosexual, so it's like gay or European. Um, and I'm not very good at it either. I'm not very good at all. I have no gaydar whatsoever. I can never tell. So Sweetie, really? We need game. a class. Really? 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 Like, really? It's so easy. Three times if, I was in the same club. If a guy looks at you more club. than two seconds, then he's gay. Nope, not necessarily. He could be just looking at your butt because he's like, I wish I had a butt like that. Swear to God, hand to God. Okay. Um, I just I just see if a guy, guy comes down the streets and he looks at me and he says and he sees that I have no breasts, then he's straight because he's like, Nope, no tits, gonna look over somewhere else. <laughs> the gay guys no matter what you look guy. like, a gay guy will check out the hair, the blouse, the jeans, the shoes, and move on. I know I do, and wow. then they'll turn around and check out the back half. Well, I turn out turn around and check out the back half. But um that's just because I, I love butts. I don't know why. Um there's this guy at work. I have you the biggest big crush on him. Butts and you cannot lie. The biggest crush on him, okay? He will walk in the hall, and I'm, I could be standing with, like, a group of people. He will only say hi to me. And I'm like, what is that? And then the other day, he was walking by with somebody, and I was like, I have to fold other letters and, and send them out to people, so I'm folding letters, and I look up. Every time I look up, it's like he's walking by. He goes, hey, how you doing? I go, good. What about you? He goes, oh, there's always something going on. And I'm like, what does that mean? Why is he telling me stuff like that? Like, I don't know. I don't think he's gay, but other people think he might be. So. Have, you been to the, because he's like, have you done the bend and snap with Robin? <laughs> mm, I don't want to really do that because I don't want to split my pants while I'm doing that. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful weird. Wow, so awkward. That's, that's good. It'd be like that was. It'd be like that was good, David. Ah, shit. Yeah. So 
Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. <laughs> a bitch is getting kinda of fat, so she needs to get new jeans. So whatever. Um and by the way, his jeans are always, always on point. Ha huh. <laughs> Not as good as Will Chase, but um still good. Um I don't know why I came across this and I don't even know why I thought to talk about it, but I also wanted to bring up a funny thing. Have you guys heard of, uh, well, you guys have heard of Celebrity Feuds. I want to mm-hmm. start with uh, Kyle. What are the Celebrity Feuds that you've heard about? Because I've got one that's going to rock everybody's world right now. But go ahead, Kyle. Um, what, are your, what are the Celebrity Feuds that you've heard of? Just ever? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe the... Well, we all know the most famous. Which would be um, Joan Crawford and Betty. Joan and Betty. Be- yeah. Bet- yeah. Oh, yeah, Bet- yeah. Betty Davis. That's the most um, famous one. Celebrity feud. Uh, all I can think about is, like, I think about SJP and Kim Cattrall, B. B- Arthur and Betty Davis. Wait, wait, wait. Back up. I didn't know about that one. What happened with that one? Which which one? The SJP you- and Kim Cattrall. Oh, yeah. No, they, they don't like each other. No. What? No, I I think Kim Cattrall had an issue. Well, Kim Cattrall's issue was that, you know, once SJP became, like, creative consultant, executive producer, she was making a shit ton more money than all the other girls. And then one of the right. – she was one of the holdouts on the movie was because she wanted to be paid more money to kind of, like, she's just – granted, she's a supporting character, but they needed her to be on the show. And it's, like, it's right. not a document that, you know, they – I mean, they kind of talk about, like, oh, no, of course they like each other. No, they don't. No, it was just, it's just that kind of, I don't know if it's down to money or whatever, and it's like, I don't want to talk about, like, women being tied to each other because it's not always the case, but it's like, in this case, mm. I don't think SAP and Kim Cattrall are on the best friend level. I mean, Kim Cattrall, wow. um, SAP just recently showed up at a Kristen Davis thing. She and Cynthia Nixon have been friends for years. It's like that kind of stuff, but yeah, Jackie, Jackie, Kim, no. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Well, you yeah. know what? It's true. If there was no submit, like, when you think of Sex in the City, the first person you don't you think about it's not Carrie. I'm not gonna be not trying to be rude, but it's Samantha. At least that's who I think about. Well, you know what's um, the funny thing? Every time I watch the show, every time I watch the movie mm-hmm. version, you know when they go to Mexico after you know Big leaves her, and there's a scene where she yep. won't get out of bed, and mm-hmm. I keep laughing because it's like this is the scene SJP probably told the writers. Make Kim Cattrall feed me, because remember she comes in. She, honey, you have to eat something. You know, like, yeah, you're someone you don't like. Feed me, bitch. You know, I mean, oh. right. Um, <laughs> that's good. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, okay. Hello? Sorry, I thought I was screening. What's that? Um. So, wow, I didn't know about SJP and Kim Cattrall. That's that's funny. Hmm. Interesting. Any more you got? Because I have one that, that's every. I swear, this one is a big one, and nobody. I don't even think you guys even know about it. But you're gonna. Well, what about you, Michael? When, when you you name out. a couple. You know of any? Um, that you can think of that well off the top of your head <laughs> from my obsession with Linda Lavin and Alice this past week. Apparently, her and Polly Holiday oh. played Flo. She wanted Flo off the show. That's why she got her own oh. spinoff. And when the spinoff failed, they did ah. not invite her back. They brought on oh. a different actress, and then she hated her, apparently, and then that actress left after a year, and then they brought Celia Weston, who played Jolene, who no one remembers except me, and, uh, but apparently that was who I love Celia Weston! Oh, me too, me too, me too, but, but 
Um, apparently, when they did, uh, when they Lifetime did the intimate portrait for Linda Lavin, like she, she said, yeah, Flo was on a couple of years. She was on four. Um, then we had that other actress, and then we had this wonderful girl, Celia Weston, come and join our show. And I like, I love them all. But apparently, that fa- fans remember actress. Flo. You mean Academy yeah. Award nominated actress Diane Ladd? <laughs> yes, yes, I do mean that, <laughs> or her, and she played Flo in the movie. So, oh well. So I don't know how much is true. I mean, I think part of the nice part is that back in the day when people were maybe were a little more classy or they didn't have social media, like things went on, but you, they weren't really out there. And so now you never like, heard they found it, us right? out. You know, they had professionalism. Mm-hmm. And sometimes now I think they right. have to kind of get famous. But I have a good one. Mm-hmm. I really have a good one. I thought of a good okay, one. Okay, go ahead. Bette Medler and Shelley Long in Outrageous Fortune. Oh, really? They hate each other? I can see it. Bette Midler has said in an interview that it was a tough working relationship. And to make matters even worse, neither one wanted to um, give the other one top billing for the movie. You know, like, oh whenever you like, whose name goes first? And to step yeah. two, to make this happen, there were two versions of the movie poster one on the Stop west it. side of the country and one on the east side of the country. One side had Bette, mm-hmm. on the east side, it had Bette Midler, Shelley Long, on the other side, it had Shelley Long, Bette Midler. Really? Oh yes. my God! Yes, yes. How and Beth Miller was on like on some talk show, and they said, "How was it working with Shelley Long?" And she, it, it was challenging. It was challenging. Shelley Long got big for her friends after Cheers, and she got big for her. Right, that's what years. I was about to say. And yes. she just did some, and then she did shitty movies. Yes. I mean, Outrageous Fortune, Fun, True Beverly Hills, cult classic. But then mm-hmm. Hello Classic. Again and some other stuff. Oh, I girl. love Hello Again. Yeah. Hello Again. I love Hello Again. Yes. And now you guys, on, um, you guys were the only two that saw it. I know, but it had Sheila <laughs> Ward in it, and I love her too. Sheila Ward <laughs> on the big screen. That, 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 just, that just doesn't make any sense. Why get Sheila <laughs> Ward when you have Sheila Ward? I mean, <laughs> what was that phrase okay. she said in the movie? Uh, Kimma Darling. Oh, Kimma Darling. I used to say that. Oh my! Every time I had a friend Kim, I call her Kimmy Darling. Oh, I think I the only reason wh- I think the only reason I saw Hello Again was to see Corbin Burnson's hairy chest. I think that's the oh only yeah, I'm probably oh, masturbated hot to that. The day. Probably yum, yum, sir. Okay. Um, so, oh my God. We, nice. So Michael, now do you have another day? one? Oh, the only, I mean, oh. this, the only other one I remember is like when a couple of years ago when Nicki Minaj and Mariah Carey were both on Idol for that year, oh. and it wasn't the best Whoa. year by any means. But I, but I remember afterwards in an interview, they asked Mariah, what was it like working on American Idol? And she described it going to hell every single day and working with the devil. It's like this show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I bet about to get cut. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kyle, what were you going to say? Well, I already gave some few. Were you going to say another one or no? No, I'm good. I'm good. You go. You go. Oh. I'm waiting for yours. So, yes. um, I have one. It, and this is like, an, I didn't even realize this one. I guess James Franco and Tyrese Gibson were in a movie. I didn't even bother looking up the movie because I don't care. Um, but... They, James, of course, is a method actor. He got so into character that he was rude to Tyrese. So Tyrese was like, I'm never working with that guy again. And James was like, oh, my God, it, you know, it is my fault. I got so into character. Who knows if he apologized. But this is the one that's going to blow everyone's mind. So okay. back in the 70s, there was a movie called Lord, The Lords of Flatbrush. 
with Sylvester Stallone. Flat Bush. Richard Gere was in what? Um, Flat Bush. Lord of Flat Flat Brush. No Bush. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> you know about that. Um, so Richard Whoa. Gere was hired to play opposite him. So they got in, they didn't like each other. So here are the reports that happened. Reports say that Richard Gere, and I don't know where he would get this from, dumped chicken grease on Stallone's head. So Stallone decided to punch him or whatever. So Stallone got him fired. As he got Richard Gere fired, he decided to start a rumor that there was a gerbil shoved up Richard Gere's ass. So that's, that's where that came from? from. Wow. Yes, yeah, I heard that. We've all heard this. That's where that Everybody's from. heard the gerbils. <laughs> There's a rumor that Sylvester Stallone started it and started the fact that Richard Gere is bisexual. So that, I, when I found that, I was like, oh, my God, I have to talk about this. This will blow everybody's mind. So apparently <laughs> Sylvester Stallone started the rumors. There you go. Wow. Well, well he's guys, one to throw stones. That guy is his, so first, his first movie Thank was a porno. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And his mother looks like Latoya Jackson. So, I mean, he just needs to sit down. He really does. But his I'm... eyebrows are all over the place. One eyebrow's in Connecticut. The other one's in Florida. I mean, he just looks disgusting now. Because he needs to just sh- shut up. Anyway. Richard Gere, you look so much better than him. You're aging gracefully, so... You got you got the last laugh. Um, exactly, and you got the pleasure of a gerbil. I mean, it's all good. <laughs> Allegedly, that? what a jackass! What a jackass to say that about poor Richard Gere. Um, the last topic I want to talk about, which is probably the most heart wrenching topic, um, um, Michael and I were talking about it before air. Um, I bet Kyle knows about this. Do you know who Kelly Rutherford is? Yeah, the mom on OC. Okay. Wait, what? OC? She was she was the mother on on the OC. She was also the Kelly, the hooker on Merrill's Place. You're thinking a gossip girl. The OC was somebody else. That was Kelly Rowan. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. Gossip girl. But she was okay. Megan on Merrill's Place. Thank you. Thank you. She was. Thank I'll, you. I'll put the glass of water. I don't know down. if you know this. But she got married back in 2009. She had two kids. This is awful. The boy's name is Hermes, or Hermes, with a silent H. And the daughter's name is Helena. Like the well, store. These, what? Hermes, like the store. Yes, awful. So, yeah, um, it's, it's an awful name. You're right. Divorced. I agree. <laughs> oh, God. These two guys divorced in 2012. And they were supposed to get joint custody. Now, when she went to the court, she said, I don't want any of his money, because he's a German businessman. He has a ton of money. I don't want any of his money. I don't want any property. I just want joint custody. Not even full custody. Joint custody of my kid. The court said, okay, you can have joint custody, but they, can, they, they need to live with him. She's like, all right, fine. They're in California. She was okay with it. Well, she was at the time going to... Um, flying to New York to do Gossip Girl. He decides to book it out of the country with the kids. So he took the kids out of the country and he wouldn't come back. Since 2012, it's 2015 now, she has been fighting this guy to get custody of her kids back into the U.S. and he won't budge. She went to France to meet them. He, he didn't show up. Like, it was 
awful for this woman. And not only that, every penny that she's earned, and she said this, every penny has gone to lawyers. She is living in squalor, apparently. Well, not squalor from our means, but probably squalor for her means. And she, she's in debt up to her eyeballs. Finally this year, a court decided, you know what, these kids are American. They have American passports. They need to stay in America. Not only do we want Monaco to extradite those kids, but she's got soul custody now. And I don't know, maybe it's the lady pills in me. I just started crying when I heard this story because I know her, her struggling. She's been very vocal about her struggle since the beginning, and I just felt so bad for her. Um, I'm so happy for her, but now the fact is they have to get the kids from Monaco, and oh, I just can't wait. I can't wait for that picture when, when it shows her with her children. Oh, my God. <sighs> Kyle, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, sorry. Um, I don't know. I was just reading up Oof. on this because I wasn't aware of the situation prior. Like, oh, yes, really? No, no, I no, I knew about the custody thing, but I didn't know if they mm-hmm. had given it to the father because of something that Kelly had done. Like, why would no. they give it to the I think father over money. the mother? Exactly. Okay. The mother has to be unfit, also. And in a divorce, I think what Kyle's referring to is in a divorce, when they have their children involved, the mother automatically gets the children unless it's proven she's an unfit mother and. I think it was just his money talking, to be honest with you. That's how he got those kids. Because she didn't, she didn't seem like she had a drug problem. I haven't heard anything. Well, no, that's the thing. It's like, was she deemed unfit? Is that why she didn't get the mm-hmm. kids? So I'm trying to look to see no. if that's the issue. I bet you it's not. I think he just had the money and the resources and to support these kids beyond what she could. That's what I think. But while he's looking that up, Michael, what are your thoughts? I well, like I told you, I'd seen this the in like this headline in like Us Weekly, um, the email that I get every day, and I did, I didn't know who she was, so I never clicked on it. I, I, mm-hmm. So I did, so this is all new. Um, but hearing it, it sounds like you know a Lifetime movie or a movie in general, mm-hmm. and, and you can't believe that. I mean, and you watch those movies, and you're like, that would never happen, and clearly they do. Yeah. What makes me mm-hmm. what I wonder about is since it's taken multiple years. What has he told the kids? You know, like because they they're right. defending him because we want to see mom, or he's feeding them yeah. lies, saying I've got to do this for your yeah. protection. And so either way, he's right. kind of ruined their relationship to an extent, and that's going to take some time mm-hmm. to heal and rebuild. So I'm wondering about that, right. and I just hope that everything works out. And I like the fact that she was quoted and saying from the beginning, I wanted them to know their dad. I just didn't want them out of the country. I wanted to be able to see them. You know, yeah. and oh, just. So sad. And that reminded me of that movie, because we were talking about it, with Sally Field, Not Without My Daughter, where she was in India to try to get her daughter back from her husband who stole, who kidnapped her. Kyle, did you find anything else? Um, yeah, now that we're taking a break from talking about um, Sally Field's movie, Not Without My Oscar. Um, so, Ooh, I did, first of all, I did, it was a TV movie, Hukka. It was not a TV movie. It was a theatrical film, by the way. Oh, because you saw it. I saw it in the theater, yes. Because I'm 100 years older than you. No, what I just read was that, like, they had gotten married. You know, they were together, whatever, and they had their first son. But when she was pregnant with Helena and had the baby, they were already separated. And he claimed that she kept Mm -hmm. that information from him. 
So he mm-hmm. kind of used that in the lawsuit. And then there was something about uh, South America and drugs and weapons. So he was extradited back to France. He was deported. And he took oh, a hit. So mm-hmm. it's like there was more involved that, that I didn't know. So it's like that was probably what was happening because she's always wanted to have the kids here. Like you said, talking about the family. But th- there was the issues mm-hmm. with him and stuff like that. So. But he used so the fact that extra he used the fact that France. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying he used well, the fact he, that he claimed that she didn't tell him about Helena being born. He had to find out through media. But she's like, no, I always, you know, he knew I was pregnant, you know, whatever. But they were already. So I think he used that to get that. that leverage, you know, that she kept it from him. Well, my thing is, if he's being extradited back to France. Why the hell would the court here say, okay, yeah, have custody of the kids? Stay, stay, stay having joint custody. Are you kidding me? He's obviously a criminal because that's why he's being extradited. Give those kids to her. That, that, that shouldn't happen. That should not have happened. Ugh. I can't with the court system sometimes. I really can't. They get it right about 75% of the time. Right. Um, but I, in, a po- in a positive note, so I can change this topic from like kids being brought back to you after a legal battle um, because of Gossip Girl, Miss Lady Meester, who's married to Adam Brody, is pregnant with their first child together. You did hear about yes, that, right? I heard that. Yes, so congratulations, Leighton and Adam. Seth yeah, and um, what a random couple that was. I, that came out of nowhere. Like, I did not see them coming at all. Like I was like, well, no, they're dating? That's because they're, oh, they're married. Everybody loved Rachel Bilson and Adam Brody. Right? I love them together. Yeah, but oh, she got knocked Summer up by and... Hayden Christensen. Ugh. They're still together. Yeah, Summer and um, Seth. He he looks so dirty. And the, every time I think about him, I think of a report saying that him and his trash an apartment and put shit on the walls. Every time I think about oh. him, I think of that. Oh. Yeah. So I can't look at him any other way. And what is he doing now? <laughs> Whatever. Go away. Um, Sorry, Adam Brody. Wow, that's... uh, (laughs) I always like him over Ryan. I will will admit it right now. I like the geek over everybody else on the show. No, I was always a Ryan fan. Yeah, you were. That looks like... But I love love Summer. I love Summer. Yeah, Summer was my fave. Marissa was annoying as shit. Hated that thing. You know, you know, um, um, Rachel Bilson did not get. She was on every episode the first season, and she did not get mm-hmm. contract billing until season two. She was always like also starring. She was not part mm-hmm. of the regular cast, even though she was in every episode. Wow, that's awful. <laughs> um, wow. So, also, I have something else sad to say, and I'm sorry. I hate to be a downer. Um, did you, don't worry, you see I'll, a beautiful mind? Um, yeah, uh, I hope you don't. Okay, so a beautiful mind is based on the life of John Forbes Nash Jr. and his wife Alicia. They actually were in Norway this past weekend, and they were in a cab, and they actually both got killed and passed away. So, oh. um, just wanted to say. Sorry to their families and whatnot. A lot of death this past week. Jeez, please. Um, and Mara passed away just before the show started. 
Um, oh my god! I love if you watch Mira. City, is Steve? Yes, Steve's Steve's mom that ate pizza out of the trash, and also Ben Stiller's real life mom and Queens mm-hmm. of Com- Queens of King of Queens. Sorry, um, Jerry Stiller, his wife. So they've been married for several years. years. Anne Mara is one of the comedy geniuses, and if any of you ever get the Genius. chance to watch the original Fame with Irene Cara, she plays Mrs. Sherwood mm-hmm. before it went to the series, and she and Lee mm-hmm. Roy have their famous confrontation, and it's like, Anne mm-hmm. Mara, you, she's just been around for so long, and it's like, I think she yes. was so genius in Sex in the City, and just that whole relationship, yes. and it's like, you know what, yes. rest in peace, Anne Mara, you, you've, just, you've just been a national treasure, you really have, and, you know, Ben Stiller, I Jerry Stiller, like I mean, I think about, I, you know, my prayers for your family. I've always felt like she was underrated, always, because yes. she, just, she deserved an Oscar in her lifetime, she was that good, I think, and every yeah. time I remember her, I think of when she was in the Sex in the City and she grabbed the pizza out of the trash, and Steve goes, Mom, no. And she goes, this pizza tastes like garbage. I don't know why I think it's funny. <laughs> I just laugh. It made me laugh all the time. Yes. Oh, uh, God, sorry. I remember she was on, no. uh, I, I first found her on Rhoda, uh, the Mary Tyler Moore spinoff. She, when they had Rhoda and Joe get divorced uh, after the third season, um, mm-hmm. she was uh, Rhoda's divorced friend. Uh, but they only had her in a handful mm-hmm. of episodes, and they never really used her more than that, and right. I always wanted to see more of her. But that's how I was first introduced to her, back when I was uh, in, like, eighth grade watching Nick at Night. And I loved it. And then my other thing about her is she was on an episode of Law & Order SCU, and she was Doug Hutchinson's um, mother, and he was this killer. Like, he was, like, an insane person. And she walked in, and she's like, oh, you were just such a whiner. Remember when I locked you in the closet, you peed yourself because you were so scared. He's like, shut up, shut up, you bitch. She's like, oh, you see how he talks to his mother? Just the way, I don't know why. She always made me laugh. I, like, laughed at that. Mm-hmm. Because here she is being so cruel to him. And she's like, do you see how he's talking to me? He should respect me, even though I'm being a total bitch to him. I, I just love that woman. And I felt, like I said, she was underrated. And yeah. I hope they better honor her at the Emmys and the Oscars. Which, yes, yeah, I agree. Movies, right? Yes, she was. She was on, I know she was in a Sex and the City movie, but was she in other movies? Fame. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. All right. So they better honor her. So. They will, they should. Um, did either of you catch Wayward Pines? Has it played yet? The, um, the TV show on Fox. It's back Wait, when, when, did it on. when did it air? Hmm? When did it air? Uh, it's... It's been two weeks. I don't remember the date because I get it on Hulu Plus. Oh, um, oh I, so don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, it's masculine. He's a FBI Secret Service guy. He comes in to Wayward Pines. He has an accident. One of his people are, are killed, and he's kind of stuck in this town, and he doesn't know why. Like, he drove out of town, and then it circled back, and he's in town. And then there's a shot pulled back, and this is the only town within, like, 100 miles. And then there's a surrounding gate around it. So it's almost like the village, sort of. So I don't know what's going on with the show. I think it's a little bit interesting. I may or may not have fell asleep in the second episode and had to rewatch it. But um, it shows promise, I guess. Um, you should check it out. <laughs> Wayward Pines. Wait, we're fine. Okay. And, I mean, you know there's going to be a lot of twists and turns because it's 
M. Night Shyamalan. I just really, really hope, and it's only 10 episodes, um, I really hope it's not The Village because that movie sucked. (laughs) Sorry, that was me again with the motorcycle. Um, I have the busiest side street in America. Um, We don't have two, we have like 15 minutes left. I don't want to totally go into GH and YNR, but I did want to make mention that um, Elizabeth Hendrickson had said, you know, she congratulated Greg. How do you pronounce his last name, Kevin? Rickard. I don't know. Rickard? That's it. That's it. Rickard. He just got married. So he's now extremely vocal on social media and everywhere that he wants Kevin to be in a gay relationship. Elizabeth said, the only way I would come back to the show is if Kevin was gay and Chloe had to find out. Then I'd probably Ooh, leave. Okay. So, yeah, I think she's, like, telling us that she hates it there. But um, after all this time away from the show, would that be something that would bring maybe a Kyle back to the show to see Kevin come out and have a relationship? No. Really? Yep, it's not wow. enough. It's, it's, you know what? I, really? I applaud, but I, you know what? I wouldn't buy it. I would not buy it yeah. because I think, I think just because I mean I applaud Greg Ricard for you know coming out and getting married and stuff, but it's like your character mm-hmm. was never that troubled where he's gay. It's I never thought of it. I thought he genuinely loved Chloe. It was you know all the relationships he's been in. I wouldn't buy it. You know, I wouldn't buy it. See, and but it's like, but I, I would. I would feel like that's why he's been so troubled, because he hasn't come out. That's why he's been so troubled. That's why he has so many issues with women. Yeah, but would they blame it on um would they blame it on his dad, like beating him? I mean, because maybe beating no. him trying to beat the beat the gay away, you'd have to no oh, you know, maybe. I'm, just, I'm not maybe I'm thinking that that would be a plausible way to introduce mm-hmm. that kind of factor. Yes. If all of a sudden Kevin yes. came out, I'm just thinking like, well, he hasn't had sex with vagina, maybe he should try penis. It just wouldn't seem right, right you know. But if mm-hmm. it was something about right. his dad, the reason why he was so harsh on him was because he mm-hmm. noticed these tendencies, it would make sense. That would be a, a, a creative way to introduce it that I would buy, that I would honestly believe. Right. You know? And would you still, would you go back? No. Jesus. Well, unlike this little bitch, I actually have been watching... Bold and Beautiful for the Maya story. I picked up last Monday, and I don't know if you know Kyle. Uh, his name is Patrick Mulcahy. He's an um, openly gay writer, soap writer. He actually wrote the election, Ross's election dream scene on Guiding Light, and he won an Emmy for it. He actually wrote Monday and Tuesday of Bold and Beautiful. Amazing shows. Amazing. Not only did Maya come out to Rick, but interjected with other people in the cast knowing. So a trans man was talking to Rick's brother, and then Rick's parents were talking about it, and they didn't want Rick to find out. And then you got Bill Spencer, who found out about the story. He owns a publication, and he wants to tell the story to the media because, you know, he wants to sell papers. So it was, like, so beautiful, the first two episodes of last week, and now I kind of want to watch the show because I feel like they finally got it right. 
and it was just the way she was explaining it to him. And, I mean, the show's only 20 minutes, so it's only 20 minutes out of my day. But the way she explained who she was to him and why she's coming out now, and he was about to propose marriage to her, and then his reaction to her um, coming out to him was, I mean, I I don't think anybody who watched Bold and Beautiful has ever cried so hard. It was so beautiful. And they probably will win next year's Emmy because it was just amazing. So, yeah, you should check it out, Kyle. You might like it, but you probably won't. Um, I won't. But thank you for the consideration. Oh, wow. Anyways, um, Michael, give me one good scene from General Hospital, just one good scene. Well, see, you set me up for failure because anything that I like. Because there hasn't show, been one you, good scene. You know. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. So go, you can no, go say okay. one so good scene. That you I'm just thinking you set him up for failure because there hasn't been one good scene. No, no. Ooh. Damn. Mean. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was him this time, not me. Just I, I know. I know. Wasn't that fun? That's fun. Um, <laughs> It's okay, Michael. I still love you. I, would still, you I know. know. It's, it's, I would still um, stab you in the back, yet turn around and kiss you in the face. It would all be good. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> well. Hey, everybody, tweet me at KylieSF and let me know your real thoughts. <laughs> I love it. And he doesn't shy away. He doesn't care if you get bitchy to him. Kyle will fire right back at you. So, warning: <laughs> yes. have your thick skin on when you when you clean <laughs> in that. Okay, <laughs> have your thick skin, girl. Um, so, Michael, but, what was the good scene yes. from last week? <laughs> so, I've only seen um, Mondays and Tuesdays episode last week. Um, I always catch up oh, before okay. Tuesday. Um, so, from mm-hmm. I mean, that's like a week ago. Um, I did. I don't remember what was what. Um, what did you see last? I don't know. I I I mean, you've probably seen this part, but I really I really enjoyed. Um, no, it goes back to the nurses' ball, so that's probably too far in the past. Past uh, Well, I I don't watch CH anymore, so whatever oh, oh, you say okay. is good. I'm going to believe you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Stop. And I so, and I saw last year's nurses' ball, so I'm all I'm I know. Okay, so yeah, the, the, you know that Billy Miller from Young and Restless has been playing Jason on, on General Hospital. Yep. He's been going by Jake because he doesn't know who he is and all that. And so many people are watching, yep. like, when is the reveal going to come? And, and I'm not one of those people. I want it to last forever, but um, it did. Uh, they're slowly kind of letting people know. And they're, and Elizabeth, who has been waiting to be reunited with Jake, who was never really, you know, her time with Jason was never really aligned and never worked out. And so, like, little that bit, she knows that that's eating a, the same person. Is that why she's not eating a sandwich? I mean, that girl needs to eat. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> no, that, I, I don't know. I don't know. But she found out. She uh-huh. found out. And, and what I love is that Elizabeth... We love you, lately, Rebecca Herbst. <laughs> yes. Lately, you know, the past few years, everyone sees her as the good girl, you know, and, and she does the right thing. And they forget that when she came on in the 90s that she was, like, the bad girl. And so I like whenever they have moments yes, where they take her back to the beginning. And so she found out that this is Jason, and she clearly knows that his widow is mourning. He's got a son that he never knew was his and all these things. And she decided, you know what, this is my time with him. He doesn't need to know he's Jason. I've earned this. And so she's keeping the secret. And it was just 
I, the moment she found out was just really, really good. I loved it. It's one of those ones you didn't see coming. You knew it was going to happen at some point. I didn't know it was coming then. And so I really enjoyed that. I have just one wow. question. Yes. Was at the at the end of the reveal, did uh-huh. Morgan rip his shirt off? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> Morgan was not in the episode. Damn. Okay. Then he doesn't care. He doesn't care, man. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yes. I can't talk. So you're laughing with me or at me? <laughs> We're laughing on the phone near you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kyle loves Morgan. Oh, be, I do too. To be but. fair, though, Morgan does have a bubble butt, so it, it is warranted. Yeah. He still yeah. kind of looks like a teen wolf to me, but he's still hot. He has an odd, he has an odd hairy chest and receding hair, but mm-hmm. I still love him. And you know what? Yeah. He's dating Britt. Who I couldn't yes. stand, yeah, but I like her. I like the actress. I just didn't like the character. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Yeah. I you don't can like. Yes, yeah. yeah, I can. Yeah. It's like Kelly. I follow you on Instagram. I'm glad you're with him. I hated you as Brent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, agree. And I hate when people go in after either of them. Like they will go after Kelly and say, "You need a real man," or they'll go after him, him and say, "You know, you really shouldn't date somebody that much older than you." And I, I think they're a cute couple, so I think people... Well, you know what, to Dave, David, this is one of the reasons why I never chose to go to one of those soap opera conventions, because I didn't want to be... And no offense to all of you thousand followers or however much we have, I don't want to be one of those freaks that, that people look at that think that we can't differentiate between the actor and the act and the character. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I am yeah. that person. I will not go up to Sharon... Well, I'd go up to Sharon Case. Like, I love you, Sharon, because she don't know which one you're talking about. But still, it's like, right. you know, I can, I know Michelle Stafford is not Phyllis. You know, Michelle, you mm-hmm. know, right. I get it. It's like, but the right. character is what endears us to you, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They know that. Mm-hmm. Well, because we did a show with um, um, Mr. Lancaster, and Diana DeGarmo was being interviewed, and I had a conversation with her, lovely girl. But the fact mm-hmm. is, I was like, Michael, do you remember her character? It was like, she was awful. You hated her from Angelina. the beginning. Oh, hated her. But near the, but near the end, it's like she had this turn, and I even said, it's like, you were the character I love to hate. But yet, when, oh, you were, mm-hmm. when you were getting ready to leave, it's like all of a sudden we saw Angelina in a different light. And I'm sorry, yeah. but that song that Deanna DeGarmo sang, Good Goodbye, is on my iPad and is one of the most touching love songs I've ever heard that I absolutely mm-hmm. adore. I love yeah. that freaking right. song. It's so good. And, and I think that's the genius of what she did. She came on, yes, she had a reprehensible character to play, this annoying little girl. She knew that it was, you know, contract or whatever, she was going to be going away. But the fact was, at the end of the show, when she was leaving, it's like, wow, Angelina has a heart. And it's like, you actually, and I, and I told Diana, I was like, it's because of you, because you made that character endearing to me. Because you, right. I know who you are from America, and I always voted for her. It's like, but I hated mm-hmm. you as Angelina. And then all of a sudden, near the end, it's like, wow, you're gonna, I'm going to miss her. You know, I don't want right. to miss her forever, but I'm going to miss her. So right. I think that's genius to the characters, you know. Yeah. But I can differentiate yeah. the fact that I can see Eileen Kristen, who plays Ava's mother. I saw her mm. on the street, Michael. I saw her on the street. Did I you? almost went up to. I almost want to say, Julia Reed, Ryan Coles, Coles, Ryan, Ryan Coles. I almost wanted to say that to her. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> but I didn't. I think she'd have loved it. She was sitting outside of an ice cream parlor looking just like yeah. she does on TV, but still. But nice. it was her. It was Eileen Kristen, and I wanted to go up to her and do that, but I held my inner freak. 
<laughs> but that's why I don't go to those things because I don't want everybody to look at me like I'm one of those people because they're kind of weird. Yeah, Ooh. there's an interesting mix. Stop it. You know, like a... <laughs> I just don't understand why people can't tell the difference. Or just because your show is on five days a week instead of one day a week, it doesn't mean you get to forget reality. So Exactly. Right. Can you imagine if Primetime did conventions like this? People would lose their shit. Can you just oh, yeah. imagine? Seriously. Oh, Could you imagine God. if people came up to us on the street and said, like, hey, you're that bitch from the spill tea. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm that bitch in real life. <laughs> <laughs> that Very would be good. true for you. I'm not a bitch. I'm a diva. Mm. Thank you. There's a difference. Um... Yeah, that would be. I funny. just, I just, I just quote Dolores Claiborne, and I all have to say is like, "Oh God, you say bitch like it's a bad thing." <laughs> he, by the way, people, he's quoting a movie about a woman who basically tries to kill her daughter. So yeah, that's great. Kyle. No, thank she, you. She didn't try quote. to kill her daughter; she killed her husband. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I mean, it's, she it's tried still to kill someone quote. in her family. <laughs> But he's still hurting her, by the way. She killed her husband because he molested her daughter. Did you watch the movie, David? Oh, come on. Kathy Bates well, for Jason Lee. It's underrated. Well, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there about the Duggars. Um, I didn't say that either. Um, <laughs> God, see, now I'm the bitch. See what you did, Kyle? You did that to me. You set me up. I know. And you, know anyway. you know what our goal is, David? David, our goal is... What? Michael Grasso is going to have a bitch what? moment. We're going to make that happen. Make oh, he has, honey. Honey, he has. Yeah, but mm-hmm. offline. Oh, no. I want him on the air. I want that okay. bitch outed on the air. <laughs> I'm ready. I will. <laughs> Let me tell you, if we go in on GH hardcore, the bitch will come out. Come out swinging. He'll do the window yeah, on us. Trust me. But that's when I tune out, so we can't do that. That's when I go to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> true. It's like climb every mountain and sound come of music. That's when you go. That's when you go pee during climb every mountain. Come on. Oh my God, this boy! I swear, I don't know where we found him. Really, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Lancaster found me. <laughs> true. True. But um, I her out. We're just gonna. Oh my God! He just goes after everybody. Um, <laughs> so we're just gonna wrap up. We have about three minutes left. Kyle, what's in store for you this week? I am finishing up my brunch weekend with my friends here on Roosevelt Island, in Roosevelt Island in New York. I had too much Pinot Grigio. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is, where, where's Roosevelt? Where's that? Um, and then I'm preparing for work next week, and then I'm going to go to San Francisco for a week to see my friends, and and um, I just can't wait to drop some more celebrity names down the road. <laughs> yes. You are you have been a name dropper since you moved to NYC. I know. Wicked well, bad. since I'm uh, well, you know what? If I'm not dropping my pants, I'm dropping some names. Okay. <laughs> and he does both of them at a high rate. Okay. Um, okay. I love you too. <laughs> Michael, what about you? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to a wedding this weekend, and then I'm going to see uh, New Kids on the Block next Sunday. So I'm, I'm looking oh, forward oh, to that. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. It'll be Love my that. it'll be my 
it's not oh. fifth time seeing them, but my fourth time really because the first time a friend the friend that I went with she didn't know how to contain her alcohol after it even burst, and so she got a little rowdy and she got us kicked out. So I've been kicked out of an aging boy band concert. Me, the one who behaves and follows. Wow! Under. But wow! Uh, but it, you but it was a good time. What's that? You, that is, you <laughs> will have fun, I'm sure, hanging tough. Oh, I will. And TLC is opening. <laughs> well, and Nelly. Well, TC. Well, TC. Yes. Cool. Well, um, I'm just working, and that's it. Oh, I have to go see that movie. What's that other movie I wanted to see? Oh, Poltergeist. So. Oh, I do want to see that too. I brought uh, so on my on on my trip here to Rolla. I brought the movie yep. Poltergeist, the original. I brought it because I have it on DVD mm-hmm. signed by Miss Jo Beth Williams, and we're probably going to watch it tonight. Nice. Oh, you cool. guys have seen the original, right? Yes, I have. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yes. yes. I think the All only right. thing in the theater well, I want to see is um is Pitch Perfect two, which just hit the hundred million mark, which was hilarious. Yeah, I want to see that. I I really want to see it. So we have one minute left. Thank you guys so much for coming on. This was fun as usual. As always, thank um, you, David. Yes, and I'll talk to you all on social media. Have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you guys next week. Cool. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. Sounds good. Yes, same to you. You too. Bye. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.